For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill Apter, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Hello, hello, happy Friday, everybody. Friday, we've not done anything on a Friday. I don't know if we've ever done a show on a Friday. This may be a first. Well, yeah, I mean, when does it air? Does it air? Because I know we're doing it with the VOC thing. Are we doing it does, but we're going to just go live with this one, and then this will also be on the VOC Nation. Uh, so we no- tell everybody the news. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, well, first of all, welcome to the show. We're back. It's the Briscoe and Big A Show. I'm Ace. It's uh, Wes Briscoe right there hanging out with us. And, uh, yeah, it's been a few weeks, so we're glad to be back. Lots of stuff to talk about. First thing to talk about is, yeah, we've always been kind of part of VOC Nation. People might remember we were actually, for a while, live on uh, Thursday nights on the actual website uh, for them for a little while. And now they are the only place that you can find the actual audio downloads of the Briscoe and Big Ace uh, podcast. So they've always been uh, really cool and we've always uh, appreciated uh, working with them. And now we're going to step it up and be an actual partner with them. And uh, they've got a premium uh, network, VOC Radio Nation premium network. So make sure you check it out and subscribe and you're going to get some of all this cool content from all of the shows on the VOC Nation, uh, as well as we're going to start doing uh, some stuff with them, some more uh, live exclusive stuff. There'll be some Q and A's with a bunch of the talents. You may, uh, it's it's really cool. We're glad you, you've got uh, you know Bill Apter, Shelly Martinez, uh, you know Ken Resnick. Yeah, well, uh, not just that. Like well, basically, too, is that with this new uh, format that we're doing with the VOC Nation, you're going to have a lot more interaction with me and Big Ace. You're going to be able to. There's going to be a lot more fan interaction with me and Big Ace. You're going to be able to, you know, message us a little bit easier. We're going to have, you know, special Q&As. We're going to do a bunch of different stuff. So we're really happy that, you know, we're going to step up our game with the VOC Nation. And, you know, they're going to be, you know, pumping us up. And there's a lot of cool stuff coming. So I'm really looking forward to it because it's not just – you're not just going to get the Briscoe and Big Ace show. You're going to get Q&As. You're going to get special stuff that not a lot of people are going to have access to when you do their premium package and their package deals. So definitely check out the VOC Nation. Yeah, definitely. We are, we're glad to be a part of that, uh, and it's going to be fun going forward. Yeah. Malice, what's up, buddy? What up, Mike? Oh, excuse me. Malice, I will see you Saturday. I'm very, very excited. Oh, man, I wish I was seeing you Saturday, buddy. I'll see you hopefully uh, in July. 
Yeah, July. Yeah, I'll see you a week from tomorrow, though, Malice. I, uh, I'm very excited. Uh, I actually did a podcast last night with Zach uh, Takis, uh from Shotgun Radio, and we previewed this show that's going on for IPW next week that I'll be going to in Des Moines, Iowa, that our boy Malice is in a death match in. Yeah, talk, like, to, crazy, me, talk man. to me about this uh, show that's coming up. Yeah, man, IPW 20th anniversary uh, show. Our good friend Troy Peterson out there running Impact Pro Wrestling in Iowa and one of the premier Midwest uh, promotions around. So, yeah, man, they're bringing everybody. Like, like So I got into IPW around the time we met. Like, that was how I got introduced to them was uh, was the, uh, uh, yeah, Waterloo, the Hall of Fame. That's how I, I stumbled into IPW and, and, and West Briscoe and everything. So... I haven't been there long enough to know, but like they're bringing people from like the first show ever, like 20 years ago are going to be there. Yeah. They're yeah. They're bringing like tons of just IPW talent from over the last Stuff 20 years. I was champ and I was <laughs> champs with my boy, mm-hmm. with my boy, Malice. We were tag team champs. Why? Why? This is crazy. They should have a reunion of us together. That would Rockets. be amazing. We were the best tag team ever. Hell Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's going to be fun, man. I'm going to go down there. We're going to hang out and uh, enjoy the show and get to see all our friends down there in the uh, Iowa area and IPW. So, yeah, so I isn't a death match? Who's, he, who, who's his opponent? Miles, who's your opponent? Again, I forgot already from last night. I don't have the card in front of me. Uh, Cooper? Dalton Cooper? Is that and he's right? A death match? Oh my goodness. I mean, I've... Miles is not scared to know death match, but oof. Those things can get a little hectic. The most brutal chair shot I've ever seen in live pro wrestling was on Malice, like at the dude, last month. Dude, he is a tank. He is a He's, warrior. That's he, why I asked him as a tag partner. He was the best tag team partner ever. He's the toughest son of a bitch you could ever meet, man. I love yeah. that guy. Yeah, for sure. I can't wait. It's going to be a, a lot of fun. I also went uh, to his show recently. This last weekend in, in St. Paul, Minnesota, first wrestling show, which okay, is a pretty big was, promotion up here. How was that? And how was the crowd? And what was the atmosphere like? So very limited tickets. It was in a synagogue, right? So it was in like a temple. Uh, so kind of an odd place, but it works. The room it was in was giant, but like. And it, the I, price sounds awesome, too, because those rooms are meant to like for echoes, right? Yeah, it was cool. But like. Again, very limited up here in Minnesota on capacities right now, so it wasn't like really rowdy because everybody was and they were everybody was spread out. So like you know, me and my nephew had seats, so like they literally had two seats with our names on them that were like by themselves, and it was like little just spots of chairs spread out for everybody that was there, and there was only like a limited amount of tickets. Uh, and it was great though; it was it was great just to see live wrestling. First Wrestling's a great promotion if you're not familiar with them. They're out of Minneapolis, and they just do an amazing job. They bring some really great talent in. They bring some big names in sometimes. They actually just got another show on sale that we're going to on June 10th up there. Uh, Boom Boom Colt Cabana is coming to Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, and a couple other people uh, uh, of noticeable names are going to be on that show. So, yeah, they do a good job. I felt very safe, though. Like they followed everything to a T protocol for us in Minnesota because we're not as wide open as you guys are down there in, in Florida or like in Iowa or anything right now. Uh, but like for us, what we could do, it was it was fun and it was still fun because it was more. It was like an acoustic show, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was very intimate. Like we were, you could talk to the wrestlers because they're just so right there. Like a Japanese watching like a Japanese match. Yeah, because I mean, you weren't getting. I mean, there was still some chants and cheering, but, but it was the just same, the same in Japan. You start get a little bit mm-hmm. of that, but. 
overall, it's kind of quiet. Yeah, but it was a lot of fun. I'm excited to go to this next one in June. So it's just good yeah. to be going to, to shows. You know, you were just at a show as well. Yeah, I was just at a show. Yeah, it was really good. Um, with the talent there was amazing. And the coolest thing for me uh, being at uh, SWE was getting to hang out with Boogeyman. The I haven't man. really got to hang out. I mean, I've hung out with them a couple times, but this was like the first time that I actually like we went out and got dinner together. And like, that's kind of a weird thing going to dinner with Boogeyman, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did he eat worms? Yeah, he definitely uh, ate worms that night. So wait, where did the, does he bring them himself or like do the promotions go out and buy all these worms for him because he's coming? He brings them himself. I don't know. Like where he gets them and the uh about i should have asked it's weird like when i hang out with people i don't ask anything about wrestling we don't right have, yeah, yeah yeah you know what i mean so it's like i, I figured that's the last thing i would ever ask because probably gets asked that a hundred million times so it's like eh, like I, I just don't ever it just didn't come up but i don't know that is a good question i'm sure he's been asking it a hundred times but I, I always wonder that when I see him at like local shows, I'm like, man, does he just go buy like hundreds of worms or like, is it? In and does his, he like... bring them through TSA pre-check or does he check them in the back? <laughs> I'm guessing. It... And two, like, well, I guess it doesn't matter when you're going state to state, but I know you can't go international because those things can mess up, you know, the agriculture. So, you you know, like, I don't know. How is it going through the airport? Does some states not? I don't know. Like, does he ever get in trouble and be like, hey, what's up, dude? What's up, Dread Tyler? Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Like, that would be the most awkward security check. Like, we need to look your bag, sir. And it's just, why do you have a thing of, like, 500 yeah, and then To ask him, why do you have it? You think he just eats one right there just to be like, this is why? Probably, because they, they're probably like, let me see. Like, didn't isn't it? Isn't I sorry? I've heard this, and this is and it's true, but I guess maybe I'm not sure. But like, didn't he end up having like intense, intense or you know, like inner issues with his like digestive and all that because of eating so many worms? I don't know, I don't know the answer to that question. Hmm. I thought I heard that was, I the would think so because I don't think your body's meant to digest yeah. like that. So I think, and I don't think worms necessarily the cleanest and healthiest i mean i guess in a dire situation that's what you're supposed to do but but like handfuls at a time i would go fishing before i would eat worms oh god i couldn't even i couldn't even every time i would dig up the worms figure out a hook and then put that in the water catch me a fish with that worm and then eat that fish right yeah dude every time i'd see him on tv and he'd do the, the the old gimmick of throwing throwing the worms in someone's face it's uh yeah, what's, what's up, up brother yeah, uh happy Friday to you buddy yeah brother uh every time i saw that man every time i'd just be like man i don't know if they could pay me enough for that bro like ugh, i don't want worms and in my mouth put it in his opponent's mouth too yeah right? yeah 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 he'd shove them in their mouths oh. what would you rather have done that or like have the jake the snake spot where you get the snake on you i feel like the snake wouldn't bother you uh, snake's not bad. Yeah. Uh, See, like I me, I, I, that would be like, I'd have to really think about it. I'd probably eat the worms. Yeah. Ugh. It's, Ugh. it's gross. It's very, yeah, very, very gross. It's not cool. Yeah, I not couldn't cool. do that, man. But uh, yeah, 
again, a lot of indie wrestling going on all over the country now. It's good to see things are slowly coming back. Yeah, and, I heard uh, Chicago's doing shows now. Um, yeah. Uh, where else did I hear was uh, doing some shows? Yeah, I, I've been I seeing. I think Beyond is. Yeah, and then I talked, just got off the phone with a company in South Carolina that's uh, trying to get me down there in South Carolina, which I'd be happy to go back down to South Carolina. I haven't been out of South Carolina in a long time, and, you know, it'd be good to wrestle back there. So they're trying to get me out there. I just got to get on my social. Yeah, get on it, get on it. Uh, yeah, man, it's 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 really cool to see things are slowly coming back, which gives me so much more hope for when we're in uh, Waterloo in July uh because i've also heard that like with the <laughs> arena down there got redone and stuff too like it's going to be like way cooler this time around uh because like everything's yeah, everything been redone. redone the arena got redone as well as the hotel it's gonna feel weird i feel like we're gonna be like uh we kind of like the old place better yeah i don't know dude i mean yeah but so, i don't know man it might be a, a, a situation where it's like Oh my god, this is so nice. I'm so used to like, you know, dirty rooms and smelly floors and no really AC. Hot skyways. Yeah, no you AC. And... That thing was? Yeah, dude. That thing oh so gross. So like I don't know, man. I'm 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 very excited. Uh you know, someone involved uh, told me that they feel very jealous of anybody who's going for the very first time this year because it's gonna probably be the best and they're like the bar may get sit really high for the newbies this year if they've never gone to this before. We're like all of us have been there forever, so we're all gonna like you said, part of us are gonna be like, Oh, I kind of miss the the crappy bar with no AC and bad bartenders. But uh this is really nice they too. Bad know? Bartenders, it was just, just not enough round of people that not enough, there's, yeah. There's too many people and not enough. They put no, one lovely like lady back there. there. Yeah, there was one lady back there, and she had and like a there's yeah, and there's like 70 people in the bar with no AC. And they're all screaming. Oh, and everybody wanted drinks. Uh, but, you know, that's that weekend, man. Uh, yeah. You, uh, speaking of heat, though, was at the, the State Fair, the Florida State Fair. Am I correct? That's what this was, right? Yeah. So, hold on. Hold on, momento. My okay. I hope he brings a giant corn dog back on screen. That would just make this no. whole next segment great. A Redcon drink. Uh, oh, Redcon. Yes. Very, 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 very delicious. I haven't really ate much today. Uh, yeah, Florida State Fair was, me and Red went there, was absolutely amazing. Like, probably one of the best times I've had in a long time because everybody was having a good time and there was, like, no negative vibes. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could just totally tell that with everybody being there, everybody got along. Like, everyone was like, oh, sorry. Like, if they bumped into you, like, you could just tell that it was like, there was really good vibes. Like, yeah, yeah. That was the coolest thing is like, like me and Steph was the same. It's like, it felt good to see all the good vibes. We saw a dog show. We video vlogged the whole thing. So that's awesome. Once I get some time to edit, I'm going to edit up that thing. But hell yeah, it was amazing. So I want to ask you a couple questions about this. Cause like up here in Minnesota, our state fair is a very, very big deal. They call it the great uh, Minnesota get together. Mm -hmm. uh, and literally every year they break records on attendances up there. So like, it's it's a big it's a big deal up here. Um, 
So first of all, is this when it always happens in Florida? Is it this time no, of year? Normally during February, but they had to change it due to uh, the COVID stuff. And, okay, uh, so this was actually postponed, and this is the re- the makeup. Yeah, and luckily they were able to actually do it because they didn't think they were going to be able to do it, but they were actually they were able to pull it off. And there wasn't that many people. A lot of the vendors were saying that. I liked it because it wasn't that crowded, but right, a lot right. of people were were expecting more than than what actually showed up. Really? Okay. Nice. And uh, so, how hot was it though? Because you were telling me yesterday that like you guys were sweating it up out there. Well, it's like right now. It's during the day. It probably got up to like ninety, ninety two, and mm. there wasn't any shade, so it was Oof. beaming down. And me and Steph or we'd run in and we'd go into like AC buildings and sit in there and like get all cold and like get all ready. And then, you know, there were shady spots, you know, but like overall when you're waiting in line for rides and like, you know, getting food and stuff like that, you're out in the sun the whole time. Oh yeah. Yeah. So let's get into the rides. Like, would you go on? And then on top of that, like, what's your favorite ride like at the fairs like even like back to when you were a kid and if you went to them because like dude for the is it dude for me it was the tilt the world that thing was my jam forever which one is that it's the one where you sit in the cart and it spins while the whole thing goes around too though oh we did one so you so so you don't really get dizzy because the thing is like Mm -hmm. moving and like with the direction of like yeah i did that that was fun but the first will for for me is always my favorite. Like, is it getting the view? Yeah, it's just the view, and you get to see everything. And you know, it stops at the top, and you just like look around, and then you look how janky the thing is. You're like, oh my god, why am I on this thing? And it's like, yeah. And they had three of them, three different size ones. Oh wow. And, uh, they had like one that was like really high and secure, and then they had one that was a little jankier, and then they had one that was really janky. And I was that one had like three bolts on it, and I was oh, like, hell no. oh hell no! I was like, Red, this could be trouble. I was like right. looking for escape routes if like we had to like dip out of that thing. That thing goes nuts. You might have to pretend to bump out there just so you don't. Yeah, uh, I did. I did a couple of little. They had a couple of roller coasters. But, okay. The fair roller coasters beat me up. So yeah, dude, they're bad rocky because they're not like they're not like Bush Gardens or mm-hmm. um, what's another theme park? Disney World. Disney, like, you got Universal out there. Yeah, where you're actually like strapped into mm-hmm. the thing, so like your body, like you're just going really fast. You don't get hurt. But the ones at the fair, you're like, what the hell? What the hell? Slamming against the thing in and out. So yeah, those. I could only do a couple. Uh, Red did way more rides than me because at the end I was like, I'm beat up. And I was like, uh, I'm getting dizzy. And most of the ones left to do were like, oh, listen to this. I We went on the most jankiest Halloween ride I have ever been on in my life. Dude, they're usually I mean, pretty horrible. This there. was like they didn't even yeah i mean this was so bad so first i'm like oh scary ride you want to go on steph's like i don't know it's kind of like i'm gonna get scared i'm like oh, i'll be fun and i'm like i should have just walked past it 
because as soon as I got in, I couldn't fit in the, the, the little actual, cart. Like, cart. Yeah. So I'm like, well, this is a bad sign. I'm like, I sure hope this ride's not long. And um, we get in, and she's like, oh, we do one corner, and this thing jumps up and goes, ah, and then it goes around another corner and then out. And we're like, uh, really? Like, that just happened? It was literally five seconds. And it was like, take one corner, boom, boom, out. And I was like. Like, that was the ride. Yes. it was. That's so crazy. Why did I have to get in this thing and sit down? Like, I could have just walked through this thing. That is so crazy. And you, you know, you live in, you know, theme park, you know cat and becca basically and down there they got universal where they do like halloween horror nights where it's like legit you know scary houses like so one of me and red first big dates it was halloween horror nights yeah hey tina really yeah so how i've never been to one and i've always wanted to go to one and i don't really generally like scary shit either but i kind of want to go it is probably one of the best times i've ever had i love it i would and that was my first time going and she she got scared but she's like after a while you don't get really scared because you're used to it and then you're just like looking at all the cool stuff and the makeup and the designs and just like just everything that they put into it is just phenomenal like the detail and just it's incredible and the guys running around chainsaws and girls that are on nice. stilts painted all crazy blown fire everywhere and just yeah. like it's really really cool and everyone's dressed and everyone's like it's a really cool vibe like it's really cool that's awesome man yeah and you know i don't think they did it this last year right so like if they do it this this year it's going to be crazy cuz making yeah, up for lost time probably be like they they did do wish gardens did one um, okay but uh it'll probably just be limited like how everything right. is now like um volcano bay and everything they do a limited amount of tickets where you can only buy so many and once that's done they don't oversell which is a good thing so yeah it, it prevents overcrowding which i kind of like in a way because before they never really cared about overcrowding and a lot of times it would be overcrowded yeah where it was like oh where you don't even want to be there yeah and like now it's like crowded but it's not it's bearable like you can actually like suffer through it it's not like oh my god i'm sitting in line for three hours to ride a ride that's only 10 minutes long right exactly yeah so let's get back to the the fair because my next question first of all did you play any games i'm always intrigued by the carny games because I know they're fixed, but I always want to try to beat one. No. I, we just, we, we will, everyone, it was kind of a turnoff because they kind of hustle you and yell yeah, at you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we just walk right past. Them. If they were like friendly and been like, hey, dude, you guys, but it was too much of them yelling. So me and Red instantly put up like a shield. We're just like, all right, you can't, like, we don't even want to hear you because you're just saying like slick comments and, you know how those people are. They're like, oh yeah. So I know. Yeah, Carney, Carney, Carney folk are a special kind of folk. Yeah, no disrespect to them, but I think 
they should have like a section where they don't yell at people and like just be like, hey, you want to try your luck? And that's it. Don't like slay, hey, big man, or hey, well, like, oh, I bet you're good at, you know, it's just like, come on. Like, yeah. And plus, yeah. you walk by the same person like 30 times and it's, they say the same thing and they stare at you like, come on now, it's about time you like spent your money here. And you're just like, nope. So we just put on blinders and just, eh. hell yeah. I always wonder when I see people walking around with those animals from those things, like, how much did you really spend though? Like, how much did that take to get that? Probably wasn't worth how much you spent to win it. Yeah, uh, um, the zoo was pretty cool. We got to feed, of course, the giraffe and zebras. And I had a giraffe and zebras and shit. Yeah, they had everything. See, I'm up in the Midwest, so like we have animals, but it's like you know, cows, horses, pigs. <laughs> they had all that too. They had alligators, crocodiles. Of course, you know, Florida, they had all that stuff. But they had llamas. They had um, camels. Where you could uh-huh, ride yep, camel. yep, we get those. Um, of course, they had the dog show, which was really cool. Um, trying to think of what other animals we saw. That's about it. Did they have the motorcycle guys where they like ride in the cage thing around like the top? They had that, and then they had the freestyle motocross guys too that were doing all the freestyle motocross stuff. Nice. They had that. They had the circus act. They had the trapeze act, which nice. I thought was really cool. Um, they had some comics. Uh, what, what other performers? They had a. They had a guy that was doing some fire stuff, but his stick was too long. So mm. I didn't stick around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right. I knew all he was going to do is this. Right. Fire, but he it was taking him like 30 minutes to tell him his like backstory <laughs> yeah. of like how he got into like fire eating. And I was like, me and me and Red look at each other. And we're like, do you really want to sit here and watch him eat fire? Or should we just walk away? So we kind of just, we just moved on. So. Right. Well, once in about a time when I was a little guy eating fire. It's like, I don't give a yeah, shit, bro. Was, just do it. Just do it. I don't need this backstory. <laughs> uh, but uh, of course, ate all the junk food. Yeah, let's get into it because fair food is like people don't mess around with fair food. That's like they hold their fair food near and dear up here. You know, with no fairs happening over the summer uh, in the warmer months up here in Minnesota during the pandemic, there'd be fair stands just to get them all in the parking lot just so people can get their fix of like cheese curds, funnel cake, corn dogs, uh, you know, mini donuts. But let's go. Let's go through what you guys ate, and then I want to hear what your favorite was, and I'm going to tell you a couple of my favorite all-time fair foods. All right. I mean, this is what I remember. So we did corn dog, shish kebabs, cotton candy, pizza, barbecue sandwich, um... French fries. What else did we have? What else did we have? Funnel cake. Hamburger. Um, I know we had some more stuff. What else? Um, Excuse me. I think that's about it. Nice. What was your favorite? You, I know you said you didn't get the turkey leg, but you said you usually do. Yes, I normally do, but I was so full by the end. Like by the time 
I was like, okay, it's turkey leg time. And I was like, oh, I'm too full. I can't do it. Um, to be honest with you, what sticks out in my mind is a corn dog. Okay, so my number one fair food all time is corn dogs. Yeah, especially from there. It's just yeah. something about the batter and it just being fresh. Because I hate hot dogs. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's like, oh my God, like the corn dog. Like, as soon as I had it, I was like, this is heaven. Yeah, dude. I'm a corn dog guy. The cheese curds, because you can't, cheese curds are, cheese curds are good everywhere, but they're never as good as they are when you get them at a fair stand. They're just not. Yeah. Uh, and that, but they're greasy as shit, bro. Oh my god! You don't have to suck it up with the. Napkin. You got to you on those with the funnel cakes and elephant ears. Yeah, you know, dude. Soak up all that stuff. Yeah, and then funnel cakes, dude. That's one of my favorites right there, too, man. The funnel cakes, dude. And then uh, the uh, the, the, I don't, I don't know if they, they, there are a lot of those stands in Florida, but up here there's a lot, or not a lot, but the few that were there, like I would always get one is uh, a gyro, mm-hmm. the gyros, you know. Uh, because there's like, Euro, yeah, 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 because there's a Greek place, yeah, there's up here. That good, uh, Greek places here in Orlando, so we get those pretty frequently. Yeah. See, back and back in the day when I was growing up, we didn't have any Greek restaurants, we had like one, and you didn't really go to it a whole lot. So, like, when the fair yeah, came, it's like, oh, you know, oh, dude, I dude, I love fair food. Like, so, <laughs> I'm going up to the Mall of America tomorrow in, in the Twin Cities because I'm going up to a soccer game tomorrow night as well. We're going to go hang out there for a little bit and check some stuff out. And I had just Who's read playing? that. They, uh, so it's the Minnesota United versus Austin FC, Austin, Texas, I guess. They're MLS. Big. Yeah. Austin's crazy. Yeah. So it's going to be fun, man. This brand new stadium. It's like three years old in the, in the, in the Twin Cities for the soccer team. And I've been trying to get tickets every year. It's always hard. And I spent two hours and was somehow able to get a pair of tickets to a game uh, a couple weeks ago when they went on sale. Yeah. Cause they're very limited too. like, they're, you you can't just buy them. You had to be like either a season ticket holder, this club holder, or on their newsletter to get the presale. And I mean, I'm on, how did you score them? I'm on the newsletter, so I got the presale code or this the code to buy. Yeah. Excuse me. And uh, yeah, like I said, two hours of trying, and I was finally able to get a pair of tickets. Dude, tickets would pop up, and I would click buy. And as soon as I clicked buy, and it was supposed to go to the next screen, it would just pop up saying these tickets are already gone because they're just doing so many limited tickets and they're always like it's always people love the soccer team up here and they always sell their games out and at the stadium is like amazing probably getting really beautiful out there so everyone so yeah it was 60 all day today and sunny while i was out golfing tomorrow was supposed to be like sunny and 80 wow so it's gonna be the perfect night for a soccer game it's gonna be amazing yeah i can't wait I'm a, dude, I'm a soccer dude. Like that was my athleticism growing up, bro. I played soccer my whole life. I coached it in soccer, huh? back in the day. And then I got fat and couldn't get run as fast. But back in the day, man, I was a good defender. That's badass. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, cool. man. Then I coached it for a while. I loved coaching it. I would love to actually get back into coaching soccer. I was doing oh, like yeah, soccer. Really cool. Yeah, man. That was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. But yeah, that'll be good though. It's cool to get that's again. It's cool to see events happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's just good to see people like being at a SWE. Like, we, they had a couple thousand people there. I mean, it was a big event, and they just put on a great show. And just seeing everyone so happy to be at a wrestling show, and just everyone smiling, and everyone just so happy just to be out. And I think everyone's just want to 
get outside and enjoy their events that like you're able to be outside and you can still social distance. You don't have to be around people like the fair is, you know, there's plenty of room mm. outside and the wrestling show, they did make it where, you know, if you didn't want to be, you could, there's plenty of room. I mean, this building that they were in was humongous. I mean, I saw a big. picture, dude. It looked pretty big. Yeah. I mean, they did a really good job. I mean, big, I mean, they had Mark Henry there. They had Teddy Long. They had Bogie Man. I mean, just the talent that they had there was crazy. That's, I actually almost rented the show on Fight like the day after. I was sitting at home and I was like, I should get this. But then I yeah, was definitely worth, Dude, they're definitely a company definitely worth checking out, man. Well, I neither. Haas is there. Yeah, yeah the Haas man. Um, Kevin Sullivan. Um, nice. I got to do some commentary, which was really fun. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Have you done that before? Um... be honest with you i don't think i have so how was it was it kind of intimidating or is it cool were you able to oh, just flow dude, it was easy i had a blast i loved it i see i think i've done it yeah i've done it one i've done it maybe two times okay but uh i had a blast it was fun i could always do commentary it was good that's but awesome I, I don't think i could do it for a whole show like right that's a lot of talking yeah 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 dude you, you gotta have a lot. You gotta be prepared. Like, that's a lot. Yeah, dude. Uh, I did that show last night with Shotgun Radio, and again, our friend Troy was on there from IPW, and he had mentioned that he might have me and Zach possibly do a little commentary next weekend at that 20th anniversary show. So I might pop up on uh, some of their stuff. Uh, yeah, maybe. we'll see. But you did radio, so you're good with that. Yeah, I mean, I know I I have the general idea. You know, yeah, I wasn't nervous. It was just like I couldn't imagine having to talk for, you know, the whole entire show. And if I was with like, in, like, clever things to say about everybody, yeah. you know, because there's a lot of people. Like, I mean, I could sure I could do it, but after a while, I would be like, "All right, I, I need someone else to pick me back up." Like, you yeah, know, I'm slipping. Yeah. Well, if we do it though, and it's me and Zach, if we do any matches together, and it's just us. I'm gonna be like totally like, hey, just go babyface. I'll I'll play your heel, man. Like I can oh, just gonna, you want to go heel? <laughs> I can I can do the heel better. So like you I can because huh? I can riff on that way easier than I can be in babyface. You know what I mean? It's way easier yeah. to riff when you're just fucking talking smack the whole time. That's cool. I, I want to do it. I want to do it for Maddie Star too because I love Maddie Star and he, I think he's a great heel in IPW. Yeah, I want to hear uh, this heel commentary. Hopefully, they put it on YouTube. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, like I said, I don't know. There's just some things that got thrown out, so we'll see what actually uh, happens come next weekend. But it, it'll be fun. If not, I like I've always wanted to try it. You know, yeah. I used to try to get in and do ring announcing. I did ring announcing for boxing and MMA oh, here, and so much better. Yeah, yeah, because you can actually be a personality. You're not just in the ring yeah. being like. <laughs> and you have good personality. You have good swagger. So you like you fit perfectly into perfect. Uh, commentary yeah i want to i want to try that and then the only two other things that i've always wanted to kind of try in the world of wrestling there it is what's it recon raycon um raycon raycon hell yeah check the them out MREs, protein shakes yummy yeah, you get Redcon, some red they're they're a huge supplement company they do 
protein shakes, they do pre-workout, they do BCAs, they do vitamins, they do testosterone boosters, they do pretty much everything you could think of Redcon does. And uh, they've been hooking up Red with some stuff and I think they're going to start hooking up uh, your boy with some stuff. So that would be good. And then once you start getting back at it, we'll start. uh, I need it. I need it. Yeah. Yeah. So like that was a, and I need to start getting back at it. Cause I want the next two things that I'd like to try to do. I'd like to be in a little better shape for. And that was, I'd like to rough a match once or maybe even just get into it. I'd like to try it. Uh, and I want to manage, I want to be, I want to be Bobby Heenan. Yeah. Well, I've roughed <laughs> a couple times and I hated it. Did you? It's just too much getting up and down. Up yeah, and yeah. 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 I suppose up and down. Like, Oh, and like, I like, if you were my ref, I would make you do it a hundred times. <laughs> like, like whenever there's guest referees, we always like play pranks on them. We're going to be like, all right, we're going to pin them a bunch of times just to see how many times the referee goes down. over and over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, like, Come on. Like, you know, it's funny. I'd, I'd be getting dizzy, dude. I'd get up being like, oh, hang on, wait a minute. You guys need to wait a second. Yeah, I've always wanted to try, and I've always wanted to be Bobby Heenan. So we'll see if that ever comes to fruition someday. Who knows? We'll find out. But yeah, man, uh, speaking of the world of wrestling, there's been a lot of things that have happened in the world of wrestling since we've last talked. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, man. Uh, So there's been people who have been let go from WWE. There's been like... There's been a lot of people let go, right? There's been... There was like a whole... You know what's crazy is literally a few weeks before that happened, and I know we we know we've been gone for a few weeks. That's why we're talking about it now. Uh, we had you had asked on the show. You were like, "Where's been Bo lately?" I know, and so sad. He got released. Like I almost felt bad. Like was that karma? Like <laughs> saying that I was like, "No." Like what? Like did we like tell someone and someone listened in and we're like, "Oh, we still have Bo." You know, like I felt so bad. I was like, "I hope," but. Of course, it wasn't us. I mean, right? We only have our small, hardcore group of listeners. So, yeah, it was pretty crazy. I, I, I want to know what you thought. One of them that I want to know what you think about, and that's because I and I, I feel like he may have been an impact when you were there still, uh, Samoa Joe. Yeah, oh, that's a tough one. I mean, so his story was concussions, right? I, you know, I, I think it was, and he was saying that he was going to come back, but they were going to do it right, and when the time's right, they're not rushing it. So I, I guess I can get that, but, like, he was killing the commentary. I loved him on commentary on Raw. I don't know. It's just really – and he's a good guy to have backstage for the younger kids. Yeah. And what – like, maybe he – my thought is that – they probably offered him something like that and he didn't want it. He still wanted ring time and he probably was like, I'm probably going to go to AEW and I'm probably going to, I want to be champ. You know what I mean? Like, I think he is like, I still have some, some stuff left in the tank and probably is not ready to, to take on that role right now. Mm-hmm. That, that could, that's my only, only guess. Yeah, because that was a big surprise, man. I love me some Samoa Joe. It didn't make sense. I don't know. It didn't make sense. Some of the other people, 
some of them made sense. Like Tucker uh, was let go, and it's like they weren't doing anything with him. Uh, a few other people. I think the other ones that a lot of people were kind of like Mojo Raleigh. Yep. Uh, the Iconics, Billy uh, Kay and Peyton Royce. I know fans were very upset over that one. Uh, I was too. I, you know, my thing is they may have not been the best in ring, but I think they were good enough. But I think they were entertaining enough to keep their job, especially Billy Kay, because you have to have some sort of comic relief in a two to three hour show, I think. And she did a perfect job of that on SmackDown. Yeah. Some of the pranks that they used to do on uh, NXT and stuff was funny. Yeah, dude. So what Billy Kay did is she was Carmella's tag partner at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And her whole thing is she's was giving her resume backstage to all these people trying to be like, I should be your partner. I should be your manager, blah, 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 blah. So when she was Carmella's partner for Mania, she didn't mock, but she mimicked Carmella's entire entrance, like the whole way to the ring. So like Carmella would be like doing her hair and you'd see Billy kind of see her and then be like and do it. And it was the funniest goddamn. I laughed so hard watching her. It's like a small little thing. Yeah. You know, like there is a part where they get Carmella gets on like her hands and knees on the side apron to get into the ring. Yeah. yeah, And and like Billy was sitting in the way and she kind of had to stop and like looked at her and then Billy had to like scoot back so they can both get on on their hands. Like It was so just hilariously like snuck in like i was freaking out i was laughing so hard because i was like this is brilliant because the whole thing is she was just desperate to have someone take her and now she's just gonna be everything they are like it's hilarious and then the next week she gets fired and the rumor with her was that mark carano didn't get it he didn't understand why people thought she was funny he didn't get her shtick and the thing with that is it's like man well he got fired too so that's just it. That was what he said. And then, like, you hear the Mickey James thing with a. Tra- so I guess this is a thing Why that was happening. That? Dude, there's a lot of stuff coming out on that guy now. So, so, so fill me in. So, you know, he said uh, Mickey James got, gets all because I guess all the girls backstage like have personal items and, and, you know, stuff in their own drawers backstage because, you know, the guys just have their suitcase, whatever, but the girls keep yeah, stuff like, in drawers. Steph does the same thing. They have their own like little like locker where they mm-hmm. can like store some of their like beauty stuff so they don't have to carry a lot of their their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So like they emptied hers into a trash bag and they just put it in a FedEx box and mailed it to her. What? And she opened it up and it just had her name and it was a trash bag and like duct tape on Are it. You kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. So she tweeted it and tagged Vince McMahon. And like a day later, Triple H and Stephanie were like, oh, my God, we are oh so sorry. No, and they, how you do business. Yeah. And they said they're like, we've we've you know, we've removed the person responsible. Well, it was Mark Carano. Wow. Uh, and then it turned out like Gail Kim was coming out saying like, yeah, when they let me go, that happened. I think Maria said the same thing when they let her go. That happened. Uh, so this has happened to multiple girls. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then like Mark Carano's like ex. Yeah, then my Carano's like ex-wife came out and said he was like stealing title belts from them and like keeping them at his house to like display, and uh, and then someone else, God, who was it? What are you kidding me? Someone hinted at there maybe some sexual allegations eventually coming out on that guy too. Oh, but then who was it? Uh, God, who who came out and said that the, he kept them in constant fear of losing their job? While they were there. Oh, who was it? Oh, I, uh, 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 he was with Titus O'Neill, I believe, right? In the primetime players. 
um, Darren Young. Yeah, I believe I would have to double check. Oh, Darren Young is awesome. Yeah, I believe he's the one that came out and said that, like, when he was there, Karana was like constantly like making it aware, like, hey, you can lose your job at any day. Wow, like, that's one of my good friends. That's I again don't. If anybody's watching and they now let us know if we're right, but I want to say it was him. I could yeah. be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was him. Well, but yeah, primetime players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, man, it was just crazy, dude. It, the world of wrestling's crazy because like all that happened. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff going on on online about the ROH dojo and and how bad the training was over there with like Joey Mercury and, and some stuff and some shit that was going on there. Uh, and actually, it's uh, Danny Cage is kind of the person who's bringing it all to light right now uh, out of the Monster Factory. He's uh, well, isn't Danny Cage also with WWE though, too? He does work with WWE at times, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of crazy. So, there's some, huh? Not, good. yeah, he put it all out there on Twitter, man. And it's uh, and, uh then yeah, Ian, we, we, won't, we won't say anything because we don't, we don't don't we don't want to throw anybody on the bus without knowing the full facts so if you guys want to check out his twitter you can but we don't want to state anything that is yeah not- it's yeah it's a bunch of crazy stuff uh and then what ian whatever rick and body or whatever from there also kind of got on there i was like yeah that's that's pretty right so and then it wasn't the the roh it was like the the school the dojo because yeah, they had well, they had brought him in some of the people running the school mm-hmm. are crazy. What do you think about the uh, RK bro? Uh, you know, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I like uh, so polar opposites, huh? They they really are. But I feel I feel like they aren't though. I feel like I feel like Orton when no one's around's like, what's up, bro? Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? I think so too. Um, but I like it though. It's fun because the thing is, Riddle was just so they are just so dancing around the fact that he's a pothead without just saying he's a pothead that it's almost painful because it's just when they do these things where he's like so scared of saying that when the world in this day and age half of it's legal in most states some countries it's fully legal like Uh, i think it's just because they still test for it yeah i think it's because it's a pg product they still test for it so they don't want their guys on drugs uh where you see now there's professional sports that are embracing it and being like yeah you guys can use this as an alternative for cte and stuff like that yeah i mean cbd is awesome Mm -hmm. but i don't i think you can start fail tests even if you use cbd yeah i guess i don't know um yeah possibly possibly um but yeah it's so it's I don't know. I don't know why they wouldn't just, but I do like, it's made me more interested in Riddle now seeing, because don't get me wrong, Riddle's like awesome. He's a great athlete. You know, I do enjoy what he can do in the ring. And he, what I like too is he can like, you know, he can roll around the ring. Yeah, he's so, he's so talented. And he's one of my favorite guys to watch because he's always coming up with new creative stuff. He's, yeah, he doesn't really get stale. I just, for me, it gets a little over the top. The broadness of the yeah. thing is sometimes for me, it, it takes away a little bit from how good he is in the ring and stuff like that. Um, for me, you know, I'm like, oh, I wish he wouldn't do it as much. But, you know, WWE is huge. So, right. what does it say? 
what's the wellness policy about marijuana when you can get a medical card in the industry? Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I just know WWE still tests for it. I don't know what the other companies are doing. I feel like some of them are more laxed about it. I think I've, I want to say I've heard Jr. talk about it for AW, and he's just kind of like, yeah, you know, well, it's cool. You have, I think probably if you have, as long as you have a medical card, I don't see anything. Yeah, you should be fine. Same with WWE. I, I think if you have a medical card, I don't see why that would have any issue because it's medical. It's not mm-hmm. like, you know, and you would think they much rather have their wrestlers on something that's, you know, from the doctor than some painkillers, you know, but. Yeah, I, I think you're right. And maybe it is now because I haven't heard anybody really get suspended for drug stuff lately. So maybe you're right. And maybe they're kind of just laxed on it, too. In this thing, you really haven't heard in much of any more drug suspensions and stuff. Like, you remember back in the day? Like, oh, it's all the time. Yeah, right. It was constantly guys getting suspended yeah. for this, for that. For You remember how at mm-hmm. one time it was pretty bad. People were and they were publicly saying and a lot of people were getting suspended. I mean, yeah, it was nuts, dude. It was like every like other month you'd hear like a round of like two to five guys. It's like, oh, they failed their task. They're gonna be out for thirty days. It is crazy, man. But yeah, I don't know. I got plus. The, let's just be honest here. I mean, Riddle's a pothead. Like you can't. Like, come on. Let's just be honest here. Let's call it a call it. He hides it. I mean, dude's got a mushroom tattoo on his freaking rib. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think. And the reason why he. uh couldn't fight in the UFC is because he are let's see did he have one fight in it he had a few I think in UFC he was doing good in UFC he left on his own because he was was a champ and he got the title taken away from him yeah something about he he left on like bad terms like he was kind of like he failed for weed oh did he I knew he left but yeah it was because he failed for weed he popped for weed and they took the title from him and he made some huge thing and dissed Dana White and got on some high rant and said some stuff that he probably shouldn't have said. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he's gotten himself into some trouble too. Cause I mean, he was one of the people that had quite a few, well, not quite a few, but like at least one girl had quite a few different stories about him when all that speaking out stuff came out. So, but yeah, I like RK bro though, man. Anything when Orton kind of getting out of, out of the comfort zone of what we know as the legend killer, I'm always down for yeah, me too. I just think it's something fresh and new. And, and I think as long as we can have, because, dude, Orton's probably one of the best there is in the ring. And if mm-hmm. you can make him have fun and get some good stuff out of him, you know, like I love watching his matches. His matches are some of my favorite matches in the world. Like, I love, yeah. I like Orton. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, he's got probably top talent in WWE at the moment. I mean, I'd say. Dude, I mean, just poise and just timing and i mean if you want to have a great match you get in the ring with that guy and it's gonna be fireworks you know yeah most definitely uh yeah and then uh I, man what else has been going on we got blood and guts coming up this week in a aw so that's the inner circle and pinnacle in the war games match they can't call it war games because wwe gets that <laughs> yeah don't they own the rights to that yeah yeah and they do it on nxt which NXT, by the way, has been really good lately, guys. If you're not watching it, watch it. They move the Tuesday nights. Definitely worth watching. To be honest, all-around product as far as the in-ring talent, the talent, the storytelling, the characters, and everything, I think NXT is the best wrestling show right now. I really do. 
I'm just I'm really into what they're doing right now. They they need to get rid of a few people <laughs> that are over there hanging out in that locker room. But no. yeah, they're doing really good, man. I I, I enjoy it. But uh, this blood and gloods match will be cool to see because NXT War Game matches are great. I don't know if you've gotten a chance to see any of them, Wes, but like they're really yeah. good. They do a great job with the War Game match. Uh, I heard one of them wasn't that good. But this last year was I, not I, I the best year. So. Yeah, this last one, this last year's wasn't the best. I think the women's were better this last year, but overall it just wasn't as good as the few years before. But overall, still great. But, man, you got Jericho in this thing with, with your boy Hager, Sammy Guevara, you know, Santana and Ortiz. And then you got the pinnacle, which is MJF, Sean Spears, uh, FTR Dex, and uh, is it Hardwood, or I can't remember yeah, his so name. Are they doing it where the rings are right next to each other, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so two rings, one cage. See, I did it where there was no cage, but two rings right next to each other. When did you and, do that? Uh, down in Miami a long time ago, and it was one of the most sketchiest matches I've ever had in my life. What goes into the planning of that kind of match? Because, I mean, again, you got a lot of different working parts. Oh, wow. It was it was chaos. Like people <laughs> were trying to throw, like, some people got some planning and did some spots where you saw, like, guys try to throw each other across it didn't make it and like oh, no. it was bad it, there was it was i was i remember just laying in the corner and just watching people just <laughs> miserably get hurt oh shit so did they do it how they do war games too where like two guys start countdown goes one guy from another team answers countdown Dude, i don't even remember because no. they did it as a tag team war oh game. wow okay crazy so it didn't even make sense in that aspect so it was I don't even remember. It was so much of a chaos that I just remember that it. I was like ready to just get out of that match. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see this match, though, man. I think it's going to be a lot of hard hits. They're talking a lot of blood. We'll see what happens. Blood and guts. Blood and guts. I kind of. I'm still indifferent on how I feel with AEW's how they do this because they do like their four pay per views a year, and then every couple months they just do one of these big dynamites. And I'm still indifferent on how I feel because I almost feel like maybe just add like two more pay-per-views to your year and do them like every three months or something. You can not have to do these. I don't know. I also I, there's, they just have so much stuff going on because they are Monday, they Tuesday, Wednesday. Crazy. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's hard to keep up with uh, all of it. I can't even anymore. You know, now that indie shows are going too, I'm starting to watch that stuff more, you know. It's good. There's so much wrestling going on. It's good. It's insane, man. Well, what do you got going on the rest of the week and weekend? Anything people should be looking out for? Chilling? Um, When I pick up Red from the airport, she'll have a a puppy. So look out for him. He'll be blowing it up. A new little brisco in the fam. Uh, He'll be... uh, it's Cavacito underscore. There's no profile yet, but I already got that name locked down, so you guys can't go steal it. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be cool having a little uh, six-week-old puppy. When's the last time? You, when's the last time you had a dog? Like you living with you? A long time. Man. Oh man, you're gonna love it. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be so good. You're going to be like, I missed this so much. I know. Next podcast, we'll have Garrett Bischoff and Capacito yeah. the puppy. 
yeah, dude, that's going to be a sick show. So, yeah, we're going to aim for that. Watch for it next week. Watch for more details from us on our social media. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Briscoe, and Big A Show. YouTube, subscribe. All of our exclusive content will still be on our Briscoe and Big A Show YouTube. So our vlogs, any special events that we do, uh, everything like that is still going to be on there. You will eventually see these show episodes uh, eventually move to the VOC YouTube. You'll find the episodes there. But again, everything else. Mm-hmm. We'll still be on that Briscoe Big A show, so subscribe to it, like it, share it, all that wonderful stuff. Check out everything we got going on there. And, uh, yeah, again, watch for our next episode. It's going to be Gary Bischoff, me, Wes, and what's the dog? Uh, Capacito. Am I saying it right? Capacito? Capacito. I knew it was Cita. I couldn't remember what it was before. So Capacito. That's going to be awesome, man. I can't wait. So, yeah, we will bring that to you next week sometime, guys, so make sure you watch for that. As always, thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. I know I'm going to have some fun this weekend. I deserve it after the week I've had. (laughs) Everybody, enjoy yourselves. Be good. Love everybody, and we'll see you guys next week. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, talking here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my... Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect is? Well, I'll is? tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found the true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Uh, Bruno was a hell of a champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. This is Bill After, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiants? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a did loss. Did didn't have anything to do with this? Well, yes, but the whole thing is this, that the rules, as I always understood them, was that you, the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history.